Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Alec Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be interviewing Stacy Brown Randall of Growth by Referrals. Stacy, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Seth, for having me on the show. I appreciate it. It is our pleasure. Now, I know you weren't always the Grow by Referrals queen. Let's go back in time a little bit. Where did you grow up? So I originally grew up in Greenville, South Carolina, except for two years that I lived in Boulder, Colorado. Okay. And uh, what was your childhood like? What did your parents do? So my childhood was pretty normal. I would say, you know, upper middle income kind of lifestyle, just living the dream with my parents. I have an older brother. I was definitely the favorite child, still am. And you I let him- aware of that and very, about rubbing it in his face if he's listening to this. Awesome. More than likely he won't be listening, but he knows it. So, awesome. um, so my mother worked in sales and then my father is actually an author. He's a fiction author. Cool. And, what book? Do you mind Yes. And he's at about 20 out. Wow. So, yes. So he has a lot of, um, the fiction books are typically set along the coast in South Carolina. So set around Myrtle Beach or Charleston. So he's got like Carolina Girls and The Bells of Charleston and another wow. a number of other books that are out. Yes. He's Steve Brown for anybody that's interested. In yeah, absolutely. Happen. Yeah. So that's enough about them. Let's talk about you. How did you get started? So I actually thought, so I like to say that I have a portfolio career, but I actually thought when I went to college that I was going to be the next Katie Couric. Awesome. Well, I thought I was going to be a Broadway star, so. Well, you know, and sometimes we just have to reassess our dreams. So I went to journalism school. I got my broadcast journalism degree and decided that I did not want to stick a microphone in someone's face as their house was burning down and ask them, how do they feel? Right. <laughs> so not that it's, I just completely took what all journalism is and like trivialized it. I right, didn't right, that. right, of course. There's no but, positive merits to it at all. Right, no, there's some good things, obviously. But I just decided my uh, senior year in college, it wasn't what I wanted to do. So I moved to Charlotte. That's where I am now in Charlotte, North Carolina. I moved to Charlotte. And I really started just figuring out what I wanted to do. I mean, my first job out of school, I worked for a lobbying firm. That was fascinating. Uh, then I moved into a sales and marketing 
and then I had an HR background. So I have these different roles that I've done that's just kind of led me to where I am. But I would say what has me being a business coach today focused on business growth, referrals, client experience, productivity, what makes me a coach today is because my first business that I started a number of years ago actually failed. Aha. Well, um, in college, I tried to produce a musical that failed. So I and we ended up going bankrupt because of that. So I totally understand if someone is going to, you know, because I, I am a coaching junkie. I have three or four, I believe, different coaches at this time. And if they don't have a story of how they transcended a severe amount of some type of pain that I am also dealing with and trying to break through say well how the heck are you going to possibly coach me if you haven't been through worse right so, absolutely so congratulations on that thank you I will tell you a badge that of honor it is and I will tell you that it is the most it was one of the most painful things I think I ever went through I mean and definitely I tell folks yes it was financially painful and yes it was emotionally painful but at the end of the day let's be really honest the thing that hurt the most was the ego and being able to overcome that and have to go back to, to corporate America and have to get the job. I always told myself, if I get the chance to go out again, I'm going to do things different because I don't, I'm not a very good employee. I don't work well for other people. You don't share in the sandbox. You don't play nice with others. <laughs> uh, me true. neither. Awesome. So uh, how did growth by referrals come about? So what's interesting is, is when I looked back over why my first business failed, I noticed that I never received any referrals. That's not good. No. And I didn't, and I don't even think I was focused on it. Like I definitely you know, did the networking thing. And I was, you know, I, and I had clients, my first business, I was an HR consultant and I had clients like KPMG, BDO, wow. Snyder's Lance, um, Coca-Cola bottling, uh, the city of Charlotte. So I had some big name clients. So it wasn't that I had a problem getting business or closing business. It's that I worked really hard for all the business that I did receive. And most of it didn't, it, actually, none of it, when I looked back, came through referrals. And so I hadn't ever thought much about it. And then when I went to get a corporate job, the job actually was a, a financial services firm. And basically, we recruited in financial advisors. I was their chief talent officer. And that was part of the role. And I recognized that when I would watch the training they would go through and I started paying attention to other successful business owners, I was like, okay, I'm perfectly capable of running a company. So why didn't mine work? And one of the things I stumbled on is that I didn't touch business development every day because I never figured out how to touch it in a way that was actually going to work for me. And so the more I kind of dove into like sales training is an, and things that came around, like, are you a hunter? Are you a gatherer? What does that look like? I realized that referrals, I'm because I'm a gatherer, I'm perfectly positioned to reap referrals. But a lot of the advice you hear about getting referrals today is, and the advice you've heard for the last 30 years is that you have to ask. And whereas on some level, I, that totally makes sense. I just needed to create a way for the referrals to always come in without me having to ask. And that's what I set out to do in this business. And so I started as a productivity and a business coach. And then my clients realized that it was really hard to get on my schedule and I was on a wait list. And if they didn't take the first and third spot at Tuesday at 9 a.m., they weren't going to get a spot. And they were like, what's going on with your business? And I was like, well, I'm, I'm like ton in it with the referrals. I get triple digit referrals every year. Wow. And so they're like, it's really hard to get on your schedule. What are you doing? I was like, well, I can't fail this time around. I just, I cannot fail. So I figured out a way to make my business development efforts work for me. And it's this referral strategy I put into place and I'm working it. 
and it's working and it continues oh, to work. Look at that. If you're yeah. working it and it's working. What right. It's amazing. It's amazing. And so my clients were like, so I love the coaching you're doing with us, but you need to teach me that too. And so growth by referrals kind of became this offshoot of what I do with my clients. And it's an online course. So like anybody can take it if they can't afford coaching one-on-one -on -one with me and they can't afford to come to my like workshops and things like that or my retreats, that they have the opportunity to use this online program to actually show them the system of how to generate referrals in their business and and the idea is to generate those referrals without having to ask. That is absolutely awesome. You know, it's funny, all of the businesses we do marketing for, um, it's the least sexiest strategy, because, but it's one of the most important ones because they want, oh, create a Facebook ad campaign that'll put 40 people at my seminar next week, or give me a website that works, or give me, so, give me a podcast, give me something, you, or whatever it is. They all want shiny object. And we tend not, it's funny because we start, the first thing we do, the first campaign we run is an internal marketing campaign. It's a client survey and segmentation campaign, which is the foundation of our internal marketing machine for client appreciation events, for birthday gifts, for everything, so that their clients start referring more and doing more business with them. It's the one that takes the most amount of work, but it gets the highest ROI. So I totally agree with you 100%. What do you, what are some of the, what type of businesses do you work with and what type of results are you getting? So I'm a big believer in, well, one of the things that you said, it was actually like the foundation of everything I do with my clients. I always tell them, I can't help you get referrals unless you're referable. So right, if you point, suck, it kind of doesn't yeah. work. If you do crappy work, I can't help you. And so your point of making sure that you're kind of um, really paying attention to the clients and what the clients think and making sure you're taking care of those clients is such a foundational piece to what I do. I call it creating a sticky client experience and making sure your clients, because they should be for most businesses, your best referral sources, not for all, but for most businesses. But the businesses I focus on are ones that I call that are in H to H sales. So to me, it doesn't matter if you're B2B or you're B2C. C. Human to human? It is. It's human to human. Yes, yes. right. You get an A. All right. So, gold gold, star. Yeah, gold star. So the idea there is, is that in human to human sales, it's the relationship building type sales folks that I'm really interested in working in. And that's not to say that I had others use my services and not have success, but I don't focus a lot on the retail stores, right? I don't focus a lot on the transactional type clients. And it works, but I, what I'm really interested in is if you have to become a resource and you have to become an expert and someone that your clients trust before they decide they're going to do business with you, it's that old sales axiom, right? No like, and trust. If they have to trust you to do business with you, for instance, I need to trust you before I decide to give you all my money to manage, like a financial advisor, or sure. I need to trust you before I decide to let you help me with all my legal issues. If you're an attorney, I need to trust you before I'm going to let you go build my house <laughs> as like a home builder. So there's like, or help me buy a house as a realtor. So I really focus on those, on those industries and those folks where it's trust building, it's human to human, and those are the folks that will actually put the time and energy into a referral strategy because, to be honest, it feels the most natural to them because it's helping them position themselves as experts. So, you know, some of the success that I've had, I mentioned a little bit about mine, triple-digit referrals every year. I worked with a CPA firm um, that literally two months after kind of completing the program, he emailed me and he was like, I just got 20 new referrals wow like in 30 days and I was like yes that's I can't guarantee that I don't right, guarantee you'll not. get that many referrals right away but I, I worked with a personal injury attorney and uh, you know 
we're not going to her clients to get referrals. Like she helped them during the worst moment of their lives. So as her, as their attorney during some personal injury that they had. And so we really focused on like when she went through the program, it was like centers of influence and creating referrals from there. But you know, she was typically getting six to seven referrals a year. And after one year on the program, she was receiving 30. So almost quadrupled her results. That's awesome. Yep. Because obviously, you know, it's funny because we have some PI, a PI, some PI attorneys as clients, and we've had that issue because it's not like um, a financial advisor who's helping people retire and they know other people who are retiring soon. And okay, so you're a financial advisor and you work with Lockheed Martin employees and all the employees know other employees. You know, it's not like, oh, well, I got in a car accident, so three of my friends are going to crash their cars too. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yes, it's a little trickier there. So that is absolutely awesome. And I love the COI strategy. We're doing books for, for attorneys where the personal injury attorney might interview the other referral sources in the book, like chiropractors and docs, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's a backdoor way to get in. So I love what you're doing there. What is, what do you attribute your success? I mean, you created this phenomenal system. It's working in multiple industries. What do you attribute your success to? You know, I think that one of the biggest things that it comes from is just my drive not to fail. I mean, I'll be perfectly honest. I have the name. Because you were lying the rest of the time? <laughs> nice. No, but I took the nameplate when I left my corporate job in between my, my first business and my second business and the nameplate, you know, it's got my name on it, chief talent officer as the title. And it, I actually have it above the door in my office. And so every day I feel like I'm getting off course or I'm losing focus or I'm not focusing on what is the highest and best use of my time in that moment. I can just look up and see that nameplate and it's like, it's just laughing at me and it's just saying, you don't want to go back here. And so I truly attribute my success to, I don't want to fail. And I know what I need to do. And so I just need to get the work done and I need to be able to focus and I need to, I need to make sure I have my priorities straight. And at the end of the day, I get up every day and I get to do something I love. And that has not always been the case for me. I get to get up every day and I get to have clients say, those are so, it was extremely valuable hour I just spent with you. Or I can't believe I just had that light bulb moment. Or, or folks who go through the online course and they send me emails and they're like, I had a uh, life strategist and business coach in San Diego email me after going through the course. And she was like, this is brilliantly simple. I almost want to ask if it's, if that's all, but it's working. Thank you so much. Like it's those moments that really kind of like propel you forward and be like, yes, I want to help more people because I don't think running a business should be only for a certain few. I think if you want to run your own business and control your own destiny and your own life, whatever that looks like for you and control your own success, you just need the tools to get there. And I happen to have a couple and I want to share them with folks. That is absolutely awesome. What is the best advice you've ever gotten? The best advice I have ever received. On a, let's, okay, we'll take this on a business, from a business perspective. So I, um, this wasn't actually advice that was given to me. I actually read it in a book. And I'm a mother, I'm a wife, I'm a mother of three kids. I have three too. Yes, I, I don't know why. People right. think we need to have lots. <laughs> but we That's have. my idea. Right. Well, we have two biological children, and then about a year ago, we took custody of our nephew. So we overnight see, last see year, that one, three. Your fault, you volunteered for that one. Yes, we did. We volunteered, right? With I did not volunteer. We, we have three biological children, and I was done at two, but somehow right. when my, my wife wanted showed up. I keep telling myself we have a very special place in heaven. Yeah. Very special place in heaven. So, but there was a book I read, um, it was a while back, and it just reminds me of how I make decisions. And it's by Lisa Turkhurst. And I can't remember the, what the book is that I read that she written, 
in, that she wrote this quote in, but the quote was, I make my decisions and my decisions make me. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, so it's this constant reminder that every time I say yes to something, every time I allow something to be put on my schedule, every time I allow myself to be derailed or lose focus on what I say is most important, I then have to go live through those decisions. I have to walk through that week, walk through that day. And most of the time you end up saying to yourself, why did I do this to myself? And it's because we don't say no enough on the front end. So I'm a big believer in being ruthless with your no. Um, and it, a lot of that for me comes from that drive of just remembering if you make this decision, you got to live with it. So is it where you need to be spending your time? That is great advice. Um, how other than referrals, because it's obvious given you're the growth by referrals queen, um, how are you growing your business? So, you know, it's funny. I'm about 95% referrals now, but it didn't start out that way. My first year I was more 60-40. And so I focused on obviously my referral program, but then I did – some very strategic networking. I do believe that strategic networking where your clients are is an important component. When I think of like my sales and marketing strategy, what are the spokes, right? The activities that come off of that. And so for me, it was some strategic networking. I love to do speaking engagements. So I'll go and speak at conferences, associations, groups, and that always typically generates clients as well. But those are really my main three. It's speaking gigs. It is, um, strategic networking, and then of course it's the referrals. And of course I do less of some of those now that my referrals are 95% of my business, but it took three years to get here to where now I'm just, I just don't really have to worry about it as much because I just focus on my plan. Like when I say don't worry about it, I know the results are coming. I still have work to do. Right, of course. Excuse me, what, is, what are some of your secrets for getting so much done in a day? So my big secrets are is that, and I'm a big believer in this because part of me is obviously a productivity coach, is that you have to plan your weeks and tweak your days. Plan your weeks and tweak your days. That's a regular yes. downer. Yes. So there are, because no day ever goes according to plan, right? I mean, they should, but they don't always. So I'm a big believer in time blocking, chunking my work, um, batching some work in advance. So that gets me ahead on some of my automated sequences and things like that I do for my courses. But so batching my work, but chunking my time in a day and being really clear on what are my one to two maybe three MITs, most important things for the day, knocking them out and then understanding that the rest of the day may not go according to plan, but being really careful about what I say yes to and what it gets on the calendar that allows time for me to have the time I need to get my other tasks done. That is awesome. Any apps or software programs or hacks that you use in that department? So I'll, I'll tell you, I'm a little bit old school in this regard and I fundamentally love and could not live without the Outlook task feature. So I am not a Mac girl. Unfortunately, I'm a PC girl and I love Outlook. I think Outlook really works for the ability to organize and to retrieve what you need when you need it. I think Gmail works for other great things, just not those two. And so my, I live off my task list, but I am also a big fan of Evernote. I use Evernote to capture all my ideas and thoughts, um, come up and go with a blog post and I'll jot it in Evernote and then be able to pull it over when it's time to actually use that. So I use Evernote pretty consistently. And then of course, my Outlook tasks are really important to me. That is awesome. Um, anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? Um, no, just to tell folks, you know, when people are thinking about, you know, running their businesses and doing it off of referrals, it's definitely not as difficult as you think. You just got to have a system and you got to work the system that works for you.
And it helps if you've got a system that someone else invented that already works. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, definitely. So that is a perfect segue um, for our folks who are resonating with what you're saying and saying, ooh, I want a whole lot more referrals. I want a system that works to generate them so I don't have to beg my clients or feel pushy and ask them, where can they go to learn more about you? Yeah, I would say the easiest thing is, is I have a great um, little like guide that they could download. It's called the four reasons you don't get referrals and what to do about it. And that's a great place to start to kind of recognize what referrals looks like and maybe what you're doing wrong. And let's just do some early wins, quick fixes. And if that works and that resonates with you, of course, I can send more information that'll come after that. So I would have your guest go to growthbyreferrals.com forward slash Seth. And from there, they'll be able to download that PDF guide and get rocking and rolling with their referrals. Awesome. Fascinating interview. Awesome strategy. Stacy. thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, Seth. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world. And I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take500challenge.com. That's www.take500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.